Today's class is dedicated to the merit of the Jewish people and Eretz Yisrael. We pray for the safe return of those captured, for the complete and speedy recovery of the injured, for the IDF to achieve a quick and decisive victory, and for the safety of all Jewish people, wherever they may be. We'll do a review... In Lukuta Sichas, in volume 15, this is the fifth Sicha for the Parshas Lech Lecha. In this Sicha, a very detailed analysis between the status of Israel after the first exile from Israel in which the sanctity of Israel ceased, it stopped, and the sanctity of Israel, Eretz Yisrael, after the Churban Bayis Sheni, in which the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael remains, so that if you planted after the Churban Bayis Rishon, between the Bayis Rishon and Bayis Sheni, that plantings would not be la chayiv in the obligations of the land. Mashenken, as opposed to after the second Beis Hamikdash, the sanctity remains, and there's a chiyu for everything glows in Eretz What's the difference? So the Rambam explains that it's the first conquering of Eretz Yisrael came through conquering the land, overpowering the land, and therefore when the Goyim conquered the land back from us, the sanctity of Eretz Yisrael was also gone. They reconquered it from us. So just as when we conquered it, we brought in the Gedusha of Eretz Yisrael. When they reconquered it, it took it out. As opposed to the second Beis Amigdash, the Yid didn't conquer it. The, 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 the Persian, the king, they gave Rishus, they gave permission to the Yidin with Ezra to go up and build the second Beis Amigdash. So the way they conquered it was through Achazokia they held on to it. And therefore, the fact that later on it was reconquered, that doesn't change the status. That's basically what the Rambam explains it. But the Rambam needs to be understood. This is the whole discussion in this Sikha. Because, number one, while the first time when the Eden conquered it, uh, in the times of Yeshua, the Taka conquered it, but there was also a Chazaka there. So let it be that the conquering took it away from the previous conquering, but there is still that Chazaka. So how does that Chazaka go away? And why can't conquering take away Chazaka just like you can take away the first conquering? So how come the conquering after the second Mesa Migdosh? should not remove the Chazaka just as it removes the first conquering. 
And the Rebbe also brings up that the uh, area of the Giv'inim, they actually gave it away to the Yidin. They didn't have to conquer it. We don't find uh, to say that that should be Mechoyev. The Rebbe has a lot of insight questions that with a lot of the Mephorshim, the Ragachover, the Kesar Mishnah, the Radvaz, the various different Mephorshim. But it relates to our Parsha because of the precise languages that we find. In the beginning of the Parsha, the Posig uses the future. Hashem says, I will give you the land. Etein Esaretz. Uh, that was in the beginning. Uh, then later on, when it came to the Bris Bein Abesorim, and Hashem, when Hashem says, I will give it to you, then it says that Avram actually went in the land of Israel, the length and the width, but later on, when it says in the Posik, the Posik uses the Loshun, I've given it. It seems like there was a difference between before Avraham went uh, and after Avraham went. Before he went, it was the future, I will give it to you. But once Avraham went from the land back and forth, to the length and the width, that was actually acquired, it was actually his, the Rebbe will actually bring it's Lovchad, we find that it's uh, it, it actually belonged to them so this also uh, is associated with this whole question that the Brisbane uh, Absorium as the Rebbe will explain also that is like after the uh, the connection uh, by the second base Amigdosh, it became already the Kedusha given. As we'll see, I'm just giving you one point, but this uh, it, it, it will be elaborated to the great details. But one more point also, after he went back and forth, the Torah also changes. Not only does it use the word Etain, Matone, it also says Yerusha. And the Rebbe explains also how uh, the first time when they were conquered Eretz Yisrael, it was like a matone. And the second time, it was like a Yerusha. It's kind of hard to give because each one of these ideas is a great, uh, is, is, is a lot in it and will go into it as we go along, we'll go step by step. Lech Lecho Aleph. In Parshas Lech Lecho Gefintmen Kama Pa'omim, in the portion of Lech Lecho, we find many times the Haftoche from the Eberstun to Avromen, the promise from Hashem to Avrom, Azer Vet Im Unzayne Kinder Geben Eretz Yisrael, that he will give to him and his children Eretz Yisrael. In Onfag Sedra, in the very beginning of the Sedra, state, Vayero Hashem al Avram, Hashem appeared to Avram, Vayoimer, and he said, Lezaracho etenasoretz hazois, to your seed I will give this land after Avram, 
Eibishter has told him, Lech l'chom arzchom v'latcha l'orot sa'asharar ekod, and the Eibishter tells him that I will give your seed this land. The Noch, by Mavegin from Mitzrayim, then happened the story that the hunger, and he went down to Mitzrayim. And then he left Mitzrayim and he separated himself from Loit. They were fighting over the quarreling over there. The Pasha says, When Loit when Loit separated himself from Avram, Hatim that Abrishter Gizokt of Adir Hashem says to him again, for all the land that you see, I will give you in the future. For your seed, for your seed till for eternity. All the level of eternity. But then after that promise, Hashem tells him, Go and actually walk in the land, the land of the woods, because I'll give it to you. But this is all before he walked. Hashem is telling him, go walk because I will give it to you. Later on, uh, of the war, of the, uh, the, 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 malach, the malachim over there. and So it came much later, in Shishi, it says, by Brisbane Absorim, when Hashem made a covenant between the pieces with Abram, when they cut up the pieces and they walked through it, so it says over there by Yoimahu Koras Hashem es Avram Brislaimer. And that day Hashem formed a covenant with Avram saying, Now here there's a change already, Lizarach Nosati Azois. I have given, not I will give, but I have given. This land from the river of Egypt, from the Nile River, all the way up till the Euphrates River, the great river, the Euphrates River. And then the Psukim after this, when invited the Kipsukim and the Psukim that follow, over there are enumerated all the ten nations that lived over there, which Hashem is giving him. So, why is there a change of Lushan between I will give and that I have given? What happened in the meantime? In the meantime, what happened is that Avram walked Lord Kolorovba. Before, Hashem says, go walk. But he didn't do that yet. But after Avram walked the Rochba, so over there, by the Brisbane Abbasorim, the Postic says, that I have given it already because he was coined, uh, sort of, he got the ownership at that time. Uh, so the Rebbe brings this down. The Klolus de Kerchiluk, Tzvishun de Havtoches von Eberstein is. The general difference between Hashem's promises is the first two promises I will give it to your seed and I will give it to you which is the in the future to Avram's Dibura They had not a connection 
to Avram's speech or Avram saying anything or any act of Avram. We were concentrating the whole time. Hashem says to walk but it also had no Avram himself did not speak. It was just came from Hashem. As opposed to as opposed the promise to your seed I have given, which we're saying in the past, in a language that happened or I've given already, is that came after Abraham went to the length and the width, so that was an action on Abraham. In addition to that, and Hashem said that, as a follow-up to what Hashem has said before, it says, When uh, Abraham was asking Hashem, the Abish first told him, I'm going to give you losses so Hashem tells him, and that came as a response when I'll answer Avram So Avram asked Hashem, How do I know that I will inherit him? And Hashem says to him as a response that I'm giving you the land as an inheritance. So this lotion of Nosati I've given is after first Avraham's action of walking and also it came as a response to the question that Avraham asked, how do I know I'm going to inherit? And the Shem says, I'm giving you land literature. And then there is another point over here that this is the First time that the Torah uses the Lashon Lirishto, both Avram and Hashem in his response used the Lashon Lirishto to inherit it. I mean, that whole discussion was about inheriting Ben Ben Meshek Beisi Yerush Oisi that Eliezer Lehein Lilo Inasat Zora, but the discussion about Eretz Yisrael as as inheritance begins in this point over here. Why is that? So what does that mean? So here, the Ragachover says that there is take two levels in Eretz Yisrael being given to the Yidden. Once it was given as a matona in the beginning that we say the Zaracha Etein or that means a gift. And when the Pasuk over here says that I'm giving you Lirishto, that's actually an inheritance. And there's a difference. The Ragachover explains the reasons for the change of the languages in the um, 
that we use here the Loshen Iroshenov versus the Loshen of Nosati, was by the Dritter Havtoche, this third promise by the Brisbane Abbasorim, the Shem used, said, the language of inheritance. And when Avram also asked, he asked about inheritance. That is, I will give in the future. But here, the Ragachavar is mainly explaining the lotion of Matona. It says a gift. And here we're talking about inheritance. So the Ragachavar explains that in them, Eberstein's Gebman from Eretz Yisrael to Eden. These are two ways in which Hashem gave Eretz Yisrael to Eden. Together, Matone, as a gift, defined as a gift, and also Begeder Yerushin, also defined as inheritance. And it goes further and explains that. The first time around, by the Bayis Rishon, the Yidden had it as a gift. That is a gift. In the second base of Mikdash, they had it as an inheritance. A gift, you gift the whole thing. When the Ebrister gifted Eretz Yisrael, he gave all of Eretz Yisrael as a gift didn't make a difference that when you settle it, you didn't settle it, you got the whole gift. When it comes to inheriting it, that is the places that you inherit got the Kedusha, the places that you didn't inherit did not get the Kedusha. Unazdos is, so it turns out that this is actually the first Matone applied to the first Beis Amigdosh, and Iroshena applied to the second base Amigdosh. This is generally the difference between the first conquering when the Yidden went into Eretz Yisrael and the second conquering when the Yidden went after in the days of Ezra they were allowed to turn to Eretz Yisrael. The kibush rishen is begeder maton. The first conquering is as a gift. It was gifted to them. When you say a gift is geder nekuda, that's defined a point. When it is one point, it's a gift. All a gift. So the whole thing is a gift. All of Eretz Yisrael. So therefore the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael applied every part from the Eretz Yisrael whether they settled or not. When the kibush but the second conquering when they came at Eretz Yisrael was like an inheritance. So it's only those part that God mixes only the uh, portion. So basically, the first time we were in Eretz Yisrael by the Bayis Rishen, we got it as a gift. And the second time we got it as an inheritance. When we got it as a gift, all of Eretz Yisrael was included, but when we got it as an inheritance, only the places that we settled became sanctified 
for the Kedusha, and that became Eretz Yisrael, the places that we settled. Alpizeh, in this idea of the Ragachover, is Muzber der Chilikanau. It's explained the difference between the Erste Zwei Havtoches und der Havtoche beim Brisbane Absorim. The difference between the first promises. Uh, which Hashem says he will gift it, and uh, the promise by the Brisbane Absorim where Hashem says, inherit it. The kibush from the Knisashnia, the conquering that took place at the second time they went into Yisrael, the times of Ezra, Velchi is given Noch the Matzev that came after the situation they went through already the situation that because of our sins we were exiled from our land that is hinted in the promise we say that I have given it to your seed that already Nosati, that he's giving it, it's in a way of Nisina, it's a way of a gift. That is similar to the second uh, Knisa, because that came also Shailas Avram Bame Eida Goimer Kirasheno. He asked the Abishner questions, how do I know that I'm going to inherit it? Which was almost like a hate over here. So he gets a response like the second uh Kibush, which is a Yerusha. He asked Bameida Kirasheno. Zogun, as our sages of blessed memory say, that my, that, are, that Avram asking for, how would I know, is considered to be on the level of Avram as a mistake. This is a sin relative to the greatness of Avram. So, that's why that is hinted in the level of Yerusha. After they came in the second base of Mikdosh, after the Churm Ba'is and they came back, they got it in a way of Yerusha. But uh, because it comes after Golidu uh, and they come back, so they get it in the level of Yerusha. Because also Avram's asking is considered to be sort of a hate, so he gets it as Yerusha. We can also see the fact that this was something which was a considered to be a hate. Over there, there was also the, the Abishter said the, at the time that he made the covenant, he told him also about exile. He says, that no, you shall know that your seed will be a stranger, which means 
that they're going to go into Golos. So that means that this is already dealing with the situation of Golos. Hashem is conveying to him that they will be in Golos, which is Golos Mitzrayim, the exile of Egypt. Yes, no, and that's comes after that comes the first base of Mikdash, but on Oich Beramis if Golus Bavel and the Andre Golius, but it also hints for the exile Bavel and the other exiles. So we see that we're talking already about exiles. We're talking about being exiled from the land after the Golus Mitzrayim for sure. That was before they ever entered. But we're also talking about exile from the land. So, because we're talking about a situation in which Abraham made a mistake and he said to Hashem Eda, so he gets a level, Hashem says, you get Yerusha. But as opposed to the first conquering which came through Yeshua, that was the first entrance to Eretz Yisrael. Is Merumas in the Erste Zwei Haftochas from the Meibrishten? That's hinted in the first two promises of Hashem. Nit als Hemshech to Shailas Avram. It wasn't, it didn't come as a continuation of Avram's question. Nor was there Eibrishten or Tsukizok Mitzad Atzmai. That's what Hashem said on his own. It didn't come by asking. So, the idea that the second posuk, in which he talks Hiroshino, is talking about after Avram spoke, and that speaking is considered to be a chesorim. But the Rebbe said earlier two things. After he spoke, and also after he walked the land, that's why it was the level of Nosati already given. Similar is with regards to the second matter. That promise that you see that I've given over there, it says the change also in the past. It came after Avram went to the land and the width. Is Mefurish. In Targum Yenison, explained in the Targum Yenison, thus made Ovad Ba Cheskosa. What did he do when he went after the promises? He went to Meda Chazoka. So that Chazoka is what was at the second base Amigdosh. This is the novelty that took place in the second sanctity, that it's not just kibush, but it was a chazoka yidei Ezra. Ezra made a chazoka in the land. With the Rambam is mevayer, so he brings down the Rambam as kiddusha rishoyno the first sanctity comes because it was a conquered, it was conquered by many. And 
And since the land was taken away from them, but the Lakibush, so the conquering has ceased. They got it through conquering it, they're no longer conquering it. It's says, and the land of Israel became exempt. The Torah exempts it from giving Meiser and Shviz, Sharei, from the Torah spec, Sharei, no longer it's Yisro because it was conquered by the nations. That happened, but when Ezra came up and he sanctified it, he did not sanctify it through conquering. As brought down from the Targum Yonison, that Ovid Bo Chazkosa, he made the Chazoka. Chazoka, Sheikh Zikubo, they held on to it. And therefore, Kol Mokim Sheikh Zikubo Ile Bobble. All places in which the Ile Bobble held on to, Viniskadesh Bikadushas Ezra Hashnia, and this second Kedush of Ezra, it became sanctified through holding on through that Chazoka, whom a Kudush that is Kodesh today. Not those places that they did not hold on to at the second base Amidash. And not with the Aval Pisha Nikacha Oretz Mimenu, even though the land was taken from them. Still, the Chayib is Shvizumaisris, and you're liable for Shvizumaisris. So, basically, that second Chazoka is what took place. That walking, that action took place the second time around, which is towards the which is for the second base Amigdosh. And then it was already Nosati because Abram has walked already the land. Both Abram had spoken and has asked, and it's a Yerusha. It's all part of it, it's all coming through Hazok, it's all coming after uh the Yidin Golinu Ma'aretzenu, but after the uh, um, the promise, L'Zerachon Nosati, it was, it came after they walked in the land that gave them the land in a way of a chazoka which took place in the Bayez Sheni. But Dafo Befashtein, was is the Shaykhaz von Ersten Kibush, but you need to understand what is the connection to the first kibush that kedusha had been accomplished through conquering why is that considered matona and the tzveten from tzveten the second time kibush when they conquered it by May Ezra was Kedushos is given a day Chazoka that that Kedusha Chazoka sum techen for Yerusha we call it Yerusha the Pasik changes it from Nisina to Yerusha so why why is that called Nisina and this is called uh, Yerusha we understand that there is a Chiluk that came through Kibush and this comes through Chazoka that is lasting and through Chazoka through Kibush, it goes away when it's reconquered by the other nations, and not by Chazoka. But why call that in the Torah Matone? And when we talk about 
after Lorkol Rochba, when we talk about Chazoka the Kenyan, then we call it Yerusha. So, to sum up what we learned so far, is that the Ragachover explains that there is two ways of conquering Eretz Yisrael, either through Kibush, conquering, or through Chazoka. And the languages that are used in the beginning of Parshas Lech Lecha, in the future Etain, that comes before, uh, that's Matone, that comes before Avram walked in the land, and before uh, he asked for anything. But the Lashon Yerusha, which follows, that comes after he's walked in the land, uh, and also after asking the Eibishter, that got the level of Yerusha. And that's the difference between the first Kibush and the second Kibush. So that's why the first Kibush, by the days of Yeshua, Obedvir, it's in the level of Matona, and they got all of Eretz Yisrael, Mashenkein, in the second base of Mikdosh, um, where uh, it was the level of Chazoka, that's in the Gedel of Yerusha, only the places where they held on. And this fits in with what the Rambam says, that the Kedusha Rishoyna is Batloth, because it came through Kibush, Mashenkin, this Kedusha Shnia, which came through Chazok at that state. And the Rebbe wants to know, what's the connection? Why is this Matona, that's Yerusha? But now the Rebbe is going to uh, try to understand the reasoning of the Rambam. Why is it that the first Kedusha, which came through conquering both bottle, and then what come through the Chazoka is not bottle. And why don't we say that the first Kedusha, the first Kibush came had a Chazoka too? Let's look inside. Base. The Yeshla Farish, so we can explain it, Bahagdim Habiyur in Divre Harambam Hanal, by first introducing the explanation of the words of the Rambam. In Velcha, the Kess of Mishnah, Frech Tzveshailen, in which the Kess of Mishnah asks two questions. Number one, he wants to know what makes the Chazoka stronger that Kibush cannot take it away. Mashenki, like first Kibush, is taken away by, by another Kibush. Number one, Aleph. Any Yedeya Makoya Chazoka Godel Mekoyach Kibush. What is the strength of a Chazoka greater than the Koyach of conquering? Why can't we say the same argument when they made a chazoka? Once the land has been taken from us, the chazoka stopped, so it's no longer, uh, the chazoka is no longer there. And number two, the Rambam says that even the first time was a chazoka, so if chazoka stops it from being bottle, yes, it came through kibush, but there was also chazoka, base. And the first one that it became holy, it came Eretz Yisrael through the Kibush. Was there no Chazoka there? Otto, so but they also held on to it. So they Kibush it and they held on to it. Is it then better just to have chazoka that doesn't come with a kibush than chazoka that comes with kibush? So why does it uh, 
stop and why is it reconquered when it came through Chazokah? It also had Kibush. It cannot be Lechayra stronger, just Chazokah more than a Chazokah that comes with Kibush. So how could they take away from the Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael after the first Beis Amigdash? So we do It's known that there is several explanation in the words of the Rambam. See, so the Radvaz basically comes up and he says that there was no verbal kedusha bepeh, but the Rebbe says that's not mentioned anywhere in the Rambam. Aleph, the Radvaz zokt v'nira ledaiter. It seems that according to the view of the Rambam, lefish aloy kitshu bepeh elbi mei ezra kitshu bepeh. The reason why it was conquered was taken away because they never sanctified it by mouth. They never said that it was Kaddish. It was only through conquering. And that's why it was taken away. Once it was recaptured, it lost, it lost the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. But by the days of Ezra, they did sanctify it by They said it was Kaddish and therefore it remains. But the Rebbe says we don't find anywhere by Ezra that it was Kaddish Bepeh. And the Rambam doesn't say anything about Kodesh Bepeh. The Rambam says because it was uh, Kibush and over there was Chazoka. The Chazoka made the, not the Kiddush Bepeh. Ober. But the Rebbe asked Levad, so he was making a Besides the fact that you don't find us we may Ezra Kiddush Bepeh. That in days of Ezra they sanctified it by the Mabai say, is Eichin Rambam, the Tokin Remes, I feel like there has been. In Rambam there's not even a hint for this explanation. Adrabe, the Rambam's bevarim fedish. The Rambam says very clearly, as those was kedusha shniyele botlo, that the reason why the second kedusha is not botlo is not val kitshu bepel like the Radvas says because they made it by mouth. Nor while loy kitshu bekibush elo bechazoka sheichazikubo, it's because they did not consecrate it with kibush, only through chazoka. That's why. It stayed there. Mashenkin Kedusha Yerushalayim was given out of the Kibush, as opposed to the first Kedusha which came through Kibush. It was taken away to another Kibush. So the Radvas suggests that it has to be Peh. The Rambam, the Radvas said, the Rambam said, Bepeh has nothing to do with the Bepeh. Besides the point, it doesn't say anywhere that they were Makadish Bepeh. But it's not the Bepeh, it's the fact that it was a Chazoka. That's what the Rambam writes, why the Kedusha Shnir re remains as opposed to the Gedusha Rishayna. Based. Then there have the explanation that Teshish Yontaf are entered the Kashif and Kesev Mishnah. He answers why the Chazoka of the Kedusha Shniya and the Eile Bavel is stronger because that's a Chazoka which came along with the uh, consent of the giver when he the king of Persia who gave them permission to go ahead and build the Beis Amikdosh and when they made the Chazoka that helps when they did it in the time of the Kibush nobody gave them the right for that Chazoka so therefore that's not a good Chazoka the king of Persia gave them a right for the Chazoka so that's why there's a good Chazoka the Toshis Yontos are entered the Kashif in Kesev Mishnah the Toshiot answers the question the Kesa Mishnah. The Svirulay, the Kibush Nochrim, also Mavatal Kibush Yisrael. 
the Rambam holds that the conquering of the Nochrim comes and can nullify the kibush, the conquering that took place by the Yid. As opposed to when they have a chazoka that they got from the king of Persia. He gave them permission to hold on to it. So a conquering cannot come when the Goyim conquered it after the second base of Migdosh, but the Churban base of Migdosh Hashemi. That conquering cannot come and negate the that was there from the uh, consent of the giver, the king of Persia gave it to them, and this for the chazok is okay. But the Rebbe says this doesn't answer either of the questions. Uh, both questions the Kesem Mishnah. So, First of all, yes, it was a good chazoka. Let's say that was a good chazoka because they got the right from the king of Persia. But that doesn't mean that when it was conquered, it should take away the chazoka. Just like the conquering takes away a kibush, why can't it take away? So it was Medasa Noisin. So, as far as the first question, we have still remains. If we should say that when you conquer in the war, that is a Kenyan. Is a Kenyan. The Yidden owned it first. It negates, takes away the previous ownership from the Yidden through this Kibush. So Kibush has the power to take away from ownership of a Yid. So what does it help that it was a Kenya through Chazoka? It was Vedotsugem, so how is this going to help add as the Friedike Bailus that the previous ownership is Gikuba Nidurch Kibush, nor Durch Chazoka Medasanoisan. It came not through conquering, but it was given by right the King of Persia gave it to them. And the Mera Chazok Medasanoisan the Baal this is given but since now there was an acquisition. Once the Goyim conquered it, they became, they, there was an acquisition then, because the Goyim. So the question remains as the language used by the Kesem Mishnah. So why don't we say also by but once the land was taken from our hands, the Chazaka's uh, bottle. And the Rebbe brings in another idea here, which negates the second issue. Um, we asked before that it, the time of Yeshua was also a Chazaka. And we answered because there was no Das Noisen over there because he had conquered it. But the truth of the matter is there was a section that did come with Das Noisen. That was by the Givoinim. And the Rambam doesn't say that the area where the Givoinim lived should be after the destruction of Beis Amigdash because that was Medas Noisen. 
Similar, we have a difficulty with the second question. Also, by Kibush Yeshua, there was a Chazoka from the consent of the giver. Not in all of it, some of it. Megifint, we find as the giver in him, the giver in him, Iber Gegeben they transferred, they gave away their cities to the Yid. Is that Rambam doesn't make a distinction? Different places in Eretz Yisrael where they give Einim lived that over there he should be Chayiv b'Meiser. The Rambam says plain across the board all of Eretz Yisrael. The Kivon Shenil Kichah Oretz Miyudeim that once and since the land was taken from the Yidden, but like Kibush. Then the first conquering that Yidden did has ceased. And it becomes exempt from Torah Maishin Shviz. But why? If there is a Chazok, well, there is a Chazok in some places. The Ram should have said those places that had a Chazok are not exempt from Maishin Shviz. So the Teshishyant of explanation doesn't work on both questions. First of all, why can it not be mevatel the chazoka? Just as it takes away the Kenyan kibush, the kibush of the goyim takes away the kibush of Yidden, the bailus of the Yidden that came through kibush. Why should it not take away the bailus of a Yidden that came because of chazoka? And number two, that there was chazoka medasa nation also in parts of Eretz Yisrael by the first base amikdash. And why? Why do we? Rambam just says there is no chiyuv anywhere. Uh, The Rebbe brings down further an explanation of the Toysius Yontev. Uh, we'll read inside. The Toysius Yontev is Dorten Mamshich. The Toysius Yontev continues. But says, why can't we challenge? His answer that uh, it was given to the Yidden, so and therefore, how could it be taken away? So there was a. He says, with regards to Kibush, Hashem gave it to them from Kibush and took it away through Kibush. It was Hashem actually gave it to the Yidden through Kibush, and he took it away through Kibush. Uh, so he says, So we see that the Abishter gave it to them in the beginning, he gave them the land, and yet it was taken away. So why can't they take it away from the Chazokah? Eh? Also, in the second base, uh, second base Hamikdash, uh, and Abraham gave it to them in the first one through conquering. So he says, 
Shekemoisha Hashem is Baruch Noson Yisrael Oritz, just like the Abishter gave to the Yidden the land, Kach Nibu Niviyov, so the prophets of the Yidden prophesied, Sheyalo HaMachrivim V'Yitlumem, that the destroyers will come up and they will take away Yisrael from them. So they're coming in the message from Hashem. V'chein Nibu Al Kodesh Melech Poras, and they also prophesied that Kodesh, the king of Persia, Sheyach Zireho, He's going to let the Yidin back. So those were given from Hashem. When the destruction of the second base of Migdash, when they took it, that nation took away the Yidin to send us to the Golos after the second base of Migdash, we don't find an explicit prophecy. So Hashem didn't give it to them. They took it not by right. The second base Migdash, they had no right because there's no Navi saying that they'll take it. Then Karka Nixelis, Karka cannot be stolen. Therefore, remains in the Yiddish Bailos. Uh, it still remains there. So, that would answer, it would seem, that we can't, we couldn't take away from the first. Beis Hamikdash from the first uh, kibush, because Hashem allowed for them to take it away, and we cannot take away from this second uh, kibush because we don't find any with Hashem allowing the goyim to take it away. But still, the Rebbe says it still remains difficult to understand the monavshach. Either way, if we should assume. That when you conquer with war, that is an acquisition that can take out ownership. It's a complete Kenyan. Alpidin. According to So, what difference does it make if there was a prophecy for their Kibush? Or there wasn't a prophecy. Kibush, by definition, has a halachic um, status that it takes away from the previous. We bow that is given. It's given my sakin, who's a kinyan. If we should say that there is a, a kinyan, so then why should the kinyan of the kibush nochrim after the second base of Mikdush? Not be considered a kibush, even though the Abisha didn't uh, prophesy. There was no prophet for that. If it means as a nochri is nit koivesh be kibush mulchama, that a goy cannot actually acquire by conquering in the war. And since when the goyim conquered, conquered it after. The second kibush, that the Yidden conquered it the second time, and then the goyim took it away from them. Isn't it There's no prophecy. Is shloikid in the talua, so they had no right to take it. And therefore, we don't say at all that can't conquer the war because it doesn't belong to them. 
the Kodesh was Alpi Hashem Kovshuma. We'll say, since Nebuchadnezzar and Kodesh, when they chased out the Yidden, uh, they did it Alpi Hashem. Is there no choice? Oisel lahem, v'lahem nikna b'kibush. So over there, it was a exception. It was a instruction for the time that goyim can conquer through kibush because Hashem gives it to them as the nevi because of the posse. So we're saying really now something uh, totally new. We're saying that kibush doesn't really work. Uh, it only works because Hashem gave gave it to the goyim over there. But that doesn't fit with the Rambam's explanation. The Rambam is the Rambam explains the reason for the difference between Gedusha Rishoyna and the Gedusha Shniya, the first base of Migdash and the second base of Migdash. Then the difference is the Midvaz, the Gedusha Rishoyna, is given through Kibush. The first one was through conquering. And the second one was Chazoka. It explains there was a different way in the acquisition of the land. That's what the Rambam explains. But Lufia Nal, according to the explanation of above, is does Nitoi in them Kenyan Funidin. It doesn't make a difference how the Yidin were coined it, nor even in the Umis. But this actually depends on how the Umis, the nations, conquered it. By Golus Bovel, how the Gedusha can bottle them? By Golus Bovel, the Gedusha was able to be seized, stop. I feel as if all given out the Chazoka, even it was through Chazoka, it doesn't matter. It's not the Chazoka, it's not the Kibush that makes it. It has to do with something else. It has to do with that that was instructed by Hashem. While Kibush Nebuchadnezzar is given Kidin, that was by justice. The Abishter said that. Mashaink about Satan Golus was not by Hashem. So, but it's not to do how they conquered it. Since they conquered it not by right, that's why the Kedusha does not cease. Even if it would have come only through Kibush, it would still not stop because they had no right to take it. So, therefore, it doesn't fit with the Rambams. You're saying to me another difference between the uh, the first one and the second one, the first kibush and the second kibush. By the first kibush, it was a right for the goyim to take it, and by the second one, they didn't have a right to take it. But the Rambam makes a chilik the yidns the way the yidn got it. The first one they got through kibush, they got through chazaka. But according to this explanation, even if they got it through Chazoka in the first Kibush, if it was Chazoka there, but since they gave it to Nebuchadnezzar, so that would not help the fact that it had a Chazoka. And the same thing is in the second base Amikdash, since they didn't have a right to take it away. So even if it wasn't taken through Chazoka, it was taken through Kibush. They still couldn't take it away because they had no right. So what is the Rambam making a chiluk between Kibush and Chazakir? It has nothing to do with Kibush and Chazakir. Um, to answer the, um, the second question, 
come, we don't say Chazoke by the first one when they conquered it through Kibush. Uh, the Kedusha Rishonim, the Kazuk Kibush. Why can't we say? So there's another suggestion to say because the Yidden didn't want to be kind with Kibush. That's why the Kibush didn't apply there. With regards to the second question of above, you can't answer, and we could have seemingly answered as other Mephorshim explain the words of the Rambam. Although by Kibush Yeshua there was also Chazoka, they had not, in actuality, acquired it through Chazoka. Because they had in mind to be kind of with Kibush. That's why their Chazoka did not accomplish it. Because they didn't want Chazoka, they wanted Kibush. And this can be learned out from the halacha. So if a person should plow in the assets of a ger who died, he doesn't have any yorshim. But he didn't know that he was so. Chazaka would give him, if he wants to be it, he would be able to be koined in the field of the ger through his plowing. But he thought, but he thought that it was his. He did not acquire it. So, Bemele, we're going to say, since the Yidin didn't have a mind, because just make a chazoka, not thinking that you want it that way, uh, that you want to be kind of it, it doesn't give you the Kenyan. The same thing is, since the Yidin wanted to be kind of through Kibush, not through chazoka, the chazoka doesn't work there. But, in addition, we have to still look in whether that svara really fits in our case. But he's intending to be kind of it. He wants to be kind of another king. Over there, when he's making plowing in the assets of the convert, he doesn't have intention to be kind of at all. He thinks it's his field. But in our case, he wants to be koinah, but he doesn't want to be koinah with a kenya chazoka, with kidney kibush. So whether that applies here. Maybe he's a koinah filon in our case. Especially that this is a kenya from the Torah, that you don't need kenya of chazoka, is a kenya Torah kenya, you don't need kavonah. But the Rebbe is besides the shveret hitzler in the kinal. But it's still difficult to learn so, because... Uh, by the by the cities of the Gavainim at all, there was no acquisition of Kibush Mohammed. He didn't, he didn't conquer them. But the they gave it away out of their will. So how come also in those cities doesn't apply, doesn't rest? The Chazaka of Yidin, because there was no Kibush there, and it was only with a regular Chazaka, and there's no distinction that I've said before from the Rambam that in those cities you would be high with Truma Maisel with the Givainim lived. I say, the Rebbe begins his explanation that there is two parts. 
to Eretz Yisrael belonging to the Yidden. One is ownership financially, monetarily, that it belongs to Yidden. And secondly, the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. The monetary Kedusha, the monetary uh, belonging to the Yidden, that began right away, as the Pesach says, Nosati. So that was already from before, even before the Yidden entered Eretz Yisrael. However, the Kedusha, making it Eretz Yisrael holy, Chiyuv, Maishas, the Trumas, all the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, by the first Kibush, that the Ebishter says you'll conquer it. So the Kedusha is accomplished through conquering it. And Rabbi Machadish that as soon as they conquered uh, Yericho in the beginning, that was the key to Eretz Yisrael. So they conquered all of Eretz Yisrael. So even like the land of the Giva'inim that was given to them, they already owned it through Kibush. And since the Kedusha, the Ebrister wants that it comes to Kibush, once you lose Kibush, because it was taken away, so the Kedusha goes away. But by the second Kibush, by when Ezra went down over the year, the Ebrister just said, you'll go back to the land, and therefore it's the Chazoka, and the the, the fact that the Yidden own it, um, because that was never taken away, and they have now the Chazoka, so that remains theirs, and therefore another Kibush doesn't take it away, because the Kedusha doesn't come through the, 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 uh, through Kibush. The Kedusha comes because it's theirs, and the Chazoka, when they settle it, and therefore that remains. Let's look inside. Hey. So we can say the explanation in this. When the Ebrister gives the land to the Yidden, two things have been accomplished here. Number one, Aleph, the Kenyan moment, the acquisition, the monetary acquisition, the haste, which means the bailus of Eretz Yisrael, the ownership, the rights, and the ownership over Eretz Yisrael. Does was the balance this that she belongs to Yid? Based the number two thing that accomplished that Indian from Kedusha Saharis, the idea of the sanctity of the land. That Erster Indian, this first idea of owning Eretz Yisrael, the Bailus from Eden of Eretz Yisrael, the ownership of Yidden over Eretz Yisrael. That came through Hashem giving away Eretz Yisrael to our father Avram. As the Rishami learns from to your seed I shall give in the past. It's not a promise for the future, nor kvar nosati. He's given over this haste, as from then on, as from then and on. Afilu noch eidem the Eden home comes given Eretz Yisrael before, even prior to the Eden conquering, actually Eretz Yisrael. Gehert Eretz Yisrael to the Eden standing. So Eretz Yisrael belongs to the Eden for eternity. Biz as dos is negeel halocha 
to the extent this is something which halachically it connects to halacha, the fact that it belongs to Yidin. But the Gemara is The Gemara says, the daughters of Tzlovchad, when they came to complain uh, that they should get a portion because their father, Tzlovchad, didn't have any sons. So we say that they took their portion of their father. He was a firstborn. And they took Pishnayim, because he was firstborn, they took double. Now, the Haloche, Abchoir, cannot get double in assets that the father does not have at the time that he dies. Assets that is going to get to the father after his death, the Abchoir is not going to take double. The Bnei Slavchot, the Slav didn't have yet Eretz Yisrael. The father died of Inumais. He died before they went to Eretz Yisrael. So he never got his portion in the land. How could they get double? It's not, the father never got it because it's Roy. And the answer is no, that, it, that he did have it because when the Ebishter said Nosati, it was there. So that's why he said, the Rebbe says, it's Negei Lalocha. That the halacha is that a cannot take double, does not take double in what's fit to come in, which is not owned yet by the father, like in that in which he is muhzak, which the father already owns, which he will take double, but not in what is going to come in the future. And here he gets double in Eretzrov, who he didn't have yet. Because Eretz Yisrael is considered already a chazoka. But he all has it already. So that's as far as the Kedush, that's as far as the ownership. But the second aspect, the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael, the sanctity of Eretz Yisrael. Especially as far as it is relates to the obligation of mitzvahs that are associated that has first been accomplished by Yidin when they entered into Eretz Yisrael. Both. So going into Eretz Yisrael, we'll see now there's a difference. The first kibush, the Ebishter says you should go and conquer, and the second time he's told him to go in and, and take hold of the land. And that makes the difference how Eretz Yisrael became the sanctity, the holiness of Eretz Yisrael. Vav. In the oifum from Bias HaOretz is da achiluk tzvishet de knisas laoretz. There is a difference between how they enter the land. By the knisar ishoyni is given the rotsim v'tzivui. By the first entrance to Eretz Yisrael, the will of Hashem and the command was chalutzim tavru. You should go ahead, chalutzim, prepared in the war. The post said, you should go ahead to the Bnei God, Bnei Ruvain. He said, you should go ahead armed before your brothers, all the strong of the army. The land shall be conquered before you. 
das heißt, which means, as the Knesset soll sein in an Öpfen von Kibosh, that means that the entrance should be in a way of conquering durch Muhammad through war. Der Fahr hat euch die Kedusha soorit sich dann öfgetan beifugus, and that's why the sanctity of the land of Eretz Yisrael was accomplished in such a way durch Kibosh through conquering. Uh, because that's what the instruction, they wish they said the Kedusha is going to come through conquering. But I say, move on. And that's why, according to this, we understand, was the key in a Chazoka demult. The fact that they also had a Chazoka, the acquisition of the Chazoka, that didn't help. I feel a need by even not by the cities of the Givainim. Even though it was a Chazoka from the consent of the giver, because the Givainim gave it, it still didn't help because that's not the terms to what Hashem said for Kedusha to come in Hashem, The sanctity, it's not who owns it. They own it already from the time of Avram. But the Kedusha is made up based on the instruction of the Ebrister. Can the Chazoka holding on to it cannot accomplish impact and make the Kedusha rest. And since the command of Hashem obligated, as the that the entrance should be specifically through conquering it by war. And the Rebbe says, we say to not only could they not get it through the Chazokeh, then, then it comes out that the Kedusha because there was no conquering there, they gave it away, so there should be no Kedusha at all there, even after they gave it away. So the Rebbe explains now that actually when they conquered Yericho, they actually conquered the whole Eretz Yisrael, including the land of the Giveinim. He said it was more than this. The Baal, by the Knisa, or Kedusha, is given that the land will be conquered before you, which means when they conquer it, all the land is being conquered before you. Not each piece, but generally the land is conquered before you. So therefore we can say, as soon as they conquered Yericho, was the key hole of Eretz Yisrael. And because of that, on the river, so therefore all of the seven nations gathered in to Yericho, because as soon as Yericho is conquered, then the whole land is conquered. So then, has already been completed the resting of the Kedusha of the land, as soon as they entered Eretz Yisrael and they came there through a way of Kibosh, all of Eretz Yisrael was sanctified with that. Nor Benegel, a common mitzvah is given at nine noifes with regards to several mitzvahs, some mitzvahs like Bikurim and other mitzvahs, you're only Mechayiv, Chuyiv, after 
Sheva Shekovshu Sheva Shekhoku, is given at nine Noisim. There was an additional condition, Kibush Vichilok Hulu, that you need to conquer, you also need to distribute. Al Snai Lechi from the Mitzvahs as a condition to obligate on those particular Mitzvahs. Al Derech Mitzvahs Yoivel, similar to the Mitzvah of Yoivel, but his Chalman called Yeshua Allah needs to have all those settling, settling on it. Thus is Ober, but that's a side condition that in order for Yoivel, you need all the people settled. Doesn't mean that the Kedusha of Yisrael has to wait for that. Thus is Ober, Nitan Inyam was come to in Kedusha Doris. It's not that it comes to the sanctity of the land, which say when you call Yeshua, oh, now it's holier. The holiness is accomplished as soon as they were Kavishes. But that became complete as soon as they conquered Jericho. Based on this, you can say, We can say another explanation that even the Chazoka that they did in the cities of the Givainim and similar. Why did not give that? Why did, why did that not give them the rights to Eretz Yisrael? Uh, uh, why didn't that uh, the, the Chazoka uh, the Gedusha Sa'aretz? So they 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 the Kibush the Chazoka is not only because. The command, as the Rebbe said, is that it should take place through Kibush and not through Chazoke. But even the by the Gevenim, which technically, why shouldn't we do Chazoke there too? Because it was already Kibush already. Because the Kiddush of all of Eretz Yisrael was already accomplished as soon as they conquered Yerichai. So therefore, there was a Kedusha that made it into the holiness of Eretz Yisrael when they entered Yericha right away. Mashiach came back in Ezra as opposed to when they entered in the time of Ezra. What did Hashem say about the time that Ezra went in? And I will remember you. To bring you back to this place. No kibush there. Just to bring you back is the Rotsivit Sivu in Pekida von Ebrushtin Given. So, what was the will and the command when Hashem is going to remember them and to make it Eretz Yisrael? Not to conquer Eretz Yisrael, nor but rather to go up and settle there. The river Hotzich di Gedusha Damot Evgiton Dur Chazoka Shechaziku, but that's why. That sanctity at that time was accomplished through the Chazoka that they held up. Zion. So this first, we answered the first question of the Kesem Mishnah. The Rebbe explains like this, that because it came the Kedusha, through the conquering, so once it's no longer conquered, then that Kedusha disappears. 
Since the sanctity through Yeshua was accomplished through Durga Knisa by Funshanitstava, through entering in the way that he was commanded, Aidekibush, that brought about the Kedusha, that he conquered it, that was the command, and that's how it accomplishes the Kedusha. That's the way it was accomplished. But together from Kibush Kipshuti is what does it mean you conquer? You take something away, somebody doesn't give it to you. And you take it by force. It was that you're taking something from the other person against his will. So it turns out, because of this command. So first, there is the ownership of the nations. And the kedusha is far his gabrus of the umes. The sanctity is tied by overpowering the nation, by conquering. And therefore, since it hinges on the overpowering of the Yidden over the Umes through Kibush, that's why since the land was taken from their hands, so the Kibush ceased. When the overpowering of the nation ceases, then the sanctity which comes becomes bottled. As opposed to the second time when they came in, the Kedusha Shniya, when they came to Israel, since, according to Rambam, once Ezra went up and he sanctified it like Kitsha Bikibush. He did not sanctify, make it Kedusha through the conquering. But the Chazoka that they held on, Kishem Videgeder Fun Chazoka Kipshuta. Same thing, just like the Chazoka literally when you're acquiring. In this case, they didn't acquire it. Or here, they made it Kedusha. But just like when you use Chazoka literally, it's full standing by Lusamazik that makes it complete the ownership of the one who's holding on. As the Zach is Zaina, that the item is his, Unit Aziz Givonu Zaina Durchunem and the Bible from Atsweda. Not that it became his by taking away the ownership from somebody else, either Kibush, which comes which would mean Kibush. So we can also understand this concept of Chazoka when it relates to the level of Kedusha, which was accomplished through this Chazoka. As the Chaloisa Kedusha demult is farbunder meat, that how does the Kedusha rest them, that it's associated with the fact that in land, that they returned to the land, which belongs to them also before the Kibush Yeshua. On the far, Vertes did bottle. It doesn't become bottle because it becomes completely theirs, not as a Kibush, but as the owners who also got the Kedusha through holding on. The Signal Nachar saying other words. Balias Ezra, when Ezra went up, so the fact that the Yidden owned it monetarily, that Israel belonged to them, this also impacted the sanctity of the land. And therefore, just as the fact that Eretz Yisrael uh, is, uh, is at the Chazoka, 
the ownership that came on this bottle never ceases the rights and the ownership of Israel never even even after destruction is thus it's still our land it's our land and it's our earth it belongs to us so likewise the second the second kedusha which is connected to that ownership which is associated with that chazoka does not stop uh, even after we are uh, we still own and we still have the Kiddush of Eretz Yisrael. In Ois Ches, in Ois Ches, the Rebbe explains that this actually fits in the level of the Yidin during the first Kibush and the second Kibush. These two uh, Madregas that the ownership by the second base of Migdash was internalized, was theirs and never leaves them, is like the level of Baal Tshuva, which the Yidin were in the second base of Migdash, in which the uh, failure has been there and then they did Tshuva, so it must, it touches more the Mata, the person below, so that it internalizes, as opposed to the first base Hamikdash when the Yidin were in the level of Tzadikim and they haven't been tested yet so it's not gone down in their avoidance so deep to know that it's a permanent connection. Let's look inside. Ches, there has been Hanal. The above explanation is Masim Eichmed and Biurachiluk. It also fits with explaining the difference between Kedusha Rishayinu Kedusha Shniya Bepnimisinyonim between the first Kedusha, and the second, as it is in the inner matter of things. As Bizman Kedusha Rishoyno, that during the time of the first sanctities, and Eden Bechlal given in the Madrege from Tzadikim. Eden generally were on the level of Tzadikim. On Bizman Kedusha Shniya, when the second Kedusha, the times of Ezra in the Madrege from Balit Shuvah, they were on the level of Balit Shuvah. From the Unterscheiden zwischen the zwei Madreges is the differences amongst the differences between the two levels of Tzadikim and Baal Tshuvas. What's the difference? The service to Hashem by Tzadikim is mainly to bring from above to below. They impact a sorting out and an elevation in the lower level, by drawing down Kedusha with the power of Hashem's Torah, so since we're coming from above, since the novelty is to bring down from above to below is just not far bundan if i feel it's not so tied to such an extent mid them with the ones below the river can in them sign that would possibly to be a change and an interruption similar to the first conquering which took place through force, through a kibush, was his gabrus of them tzad shekineged, which comes by overpowering the other side, not changing the other side, but forcing the other side. 
It's the other side. You force him. It still remains an entity. And the far can knock them bottle that in the Kiddush. That's why that kibush can later on become nullified. And similarly, it's in the general service of a person, not specifically a tzaddik or a baltshuva, but when you're serving Hashem, is in an oifun. If the service of a yid is in a way, it doesn't have to do with the world, he has not been tested with a test from Tzad from the other side. So we don't have a, an assurance that once you come to a test, but there can you will able to withstand it. Because you had no connection with the other side, we don't know what's going to happen because... It's just like by the tzaddik, but this is in the Avedah every time. You don't know what happens when you confront uh, the other side when they're confronting evil. Mashenkin about tshuva, as opposed to when we talk about tshuva, was is b'derech milmat His service is from below to above. Their bitter v'zichuchatacht into sorting out and refinement of the lower, as a verta keilitzu kedusha, that it becomes a vessel for kedusha. Is that gilu yalekus in the matter? So then, when godliness is revealed in that lower level, in an oifin in such a way as rotakim that it has a sustained connection, a vertit nifsek, it does not become interrupted. Same thing is when we talk generally again, not baltshuvet tzadik, but generally service to Hashem. The bal does nogdem berehot shengehatsu ton mitvel. Since after he already had connection with the world, and more than that, not only that, Nafila in the parentheses, Nafila Nochum Durfal Rachmon Litzland in the Yonaman, even after failing, God forbid, in matters, was Zainan Hepecharotz in which are contrary to the wishes of the Supreme of Hashem. He still turns to Hashem. Then that is evidence as their inyan from Torah mitzvahs. That the idea of Torah mitzvahs, I feel that it had taken him through, it absorbed him, it penetrated him to such an extent. Such an extent as oich der durchfall, that even this failure can imnita vekreis from the neighbors, and cannot tear him away from the neighbors. He goes back to Hashem. Does haste sein verbund mit neighbors, and that means that his tie to Hashem is a ständiger, is constant hot nit kein hagbolas, doesn't have any limitations. Which is bedugma zu kedushashniya. This is similar to the second sanctity of Eretz Yisrael that took place in the days of Ezra. Vosiz gekumenal yidei chazoke. That came through chazoke as oich. Noch dem mipnei chateinu golinu marzenu. Even after that, because of our sin, we were exiled from our land. Keren zechidnum ken Eretz Yisrael. They go back to Eretz Yisrael. Nit 
not going back to a country that they have to start conquering, which doesn't belong to them, nor but they go back to a land which is always there, and they bring about that sanctity by being there. And now the Rebbe is going to make a full circle to what we started out in the beginning, uh, why the first, in the beginning, we call it Amatone, which is the Kedusha Rishoyna, and the Kedusha Shina Shniya is called a Yerusha, a test. Now, based on all the above, we'll understand the Shaykhs from Kedusha Rishoyna to Matone, the connection between the first sanctity to Matone, as the Pesach says, just Matone, and the second sanctity, which is associated uh, to the second conquering that took place with Ezra to Yerusha, that the Pesach already calls their Yerusha inheritance. Since Yudu'ah is known as Yerusha Ein Lo Hefsek, that Yerusha has no interruption which means that it's always, a Yerush is always, un matona yeshlo hefsek, and a gift has an interruption. What is the reason? The tam hadover. What's the reason for it? Bos matona yeshlo hefsek is, why does matona have an interruption? Saying it's not always, is Agamas e loved Ovid lay Naichel and Nafshilo, you have a Yohiv lay Matanta. Although, as the Gemara says, if the person had not done something nice, given him a pleasure, he would not give him a gift. So it means that there is a connection and the recipient uh, did something for the giver to bring him to give him the gift. But yet, it doesn't come so much. It doesn't come so much because of the advantage of the recipient it's mainly because of the giver he wants to give it yes he did something to elicit that but it's not so much from the recipient it mainly comes he gives him a gift because that's what the giver wants to do and the recipient doesn't really have a demand, meaning he doesn't have a real connection to this gift, to demand it. It's not really a connection. And therefore, there is an interruption. Even after it was given, it's not like without an interruption. is that Inyan Hamatone von Eretz Yisrael to Eden. And that's why the main idea of the gift of Eretz Yisrael, it's mainly connected to the Knesset Yishoyinu Kibush Yeshua, to the first entrance when Yeshua conquered it. Kishem vider oifun ha Knesset von Eden is given. 
just as the way they entered, the Yidin entered, was Bederech Kibush, Milmaila was in a way of conquering from above to below, whether it's Saikib literally, they had to force their way in against the nations. Sain Avedis Odom can also describe this in the Avedis Odom, in which the uh, person forces himself. Like Davidus Hatzadikim, or a person who Avoida uh, is that uh, brings it in a way uh, of that revelation. So it comes from the from the one above. Likewise, it's also the way Eretz Yisrael has been given to the Yid, Bederech Matone. In the way of a gift, which comes from the giver Milo, not because of a demand and a connection of the recipient from the one below, it's mainly from above. Mashiach in Yerusha is the Chad Rabbe. Yerusha is on the contrary. Because the inheritor is related, is a relative of the one who is inheriting. He has a demand and he has a connection to the Yerusha. To the extent the connection is as a mitis inyan ha the true concept of Yerusha is as the Yerush is etzem ha-Yerush, the one who inherits is the essence of the inheritor. And he's going to shoes. We don't even consider this. We don't say it didn't change domains from the inheritor to the inheritor, the one who inherits. It didn't change. It's considered that he takes his place. On the river is Hanesina Melmailo Bederech Yerusha Bakadusha Shnia. That's why the way it's given from above in a way of inheritance by the second sanctity. When also the entrance of the Yidin was literally, they didn't fight, they were allowed to go in. Also in the service of the man, they held on to it, which means, as we said above, as they have, in essence, a connection to Eretz Yisrael. Zezayin and Shtendik, the Bailim from land, they are always the owners of the land. V'yashloimar, Ados is oich derem is in the Pesukim. You can say this is also hinted in the verses. Bos bekesher tzim inyan ha-matonah b'gidusha rishoyno when in relation, when it's tied to the first idea of matona in the first kidusha. State the lotion lizaracha etain lechot to you see I will give to you I will give the lotion osid in the language of the future. Ubeshaiches to kedusha shnia, but when we talk about the second kedusha, the lotion lizaracha nosati the lotion over I've given in a past. Why? Because kedusha rishoyne is given farbunden mitashaiches. The first Kedusha is tied to a connection of Yidin to the land. 
that needed to be accomplished in the future, they needed to conquer Israel from somebody else's domain, to transfer it through Kibush, which is not Kodesh, as opposed to the second Kedusha, was in a way, as that when they did their act of Chazoka, they just revealed their connection that they have with the land. As Eretz Yisrael is theirs from Freya, that Eretz Yisrael is theirs from before. Because they was given to their parents. Yud. The difference between Matona and Yerusha, as it is the, relates to Eretz Yisrael, as I mentioned earlier, we're only discussing here the sanctity. How did the sanctity take hold in the land of Eretz Yisrael when Eden went into the land of Eretz Yisrael? As the Kedusha Rishon is given by Oifen Shel Maton, the first Kedusha came in a way of a gift, and in the second Kedusha, by Ezra, also was added, the idea of inheritance was ein lo hefsek, that has no interruption. But the ownership, the essence of ownership of Jews over Eretz Yisrael, that is always whole, in the ultimate wholesomeness from the time that Hashem gave this land to Avram Avinu, to our father Avram, in the covenant amongst the pieces, in the Brisbane of Alsa Nachlas as an internal inheritance. When you form a covenant, we cannot have, there's no change, there's no interruption. The Mela is in them Nitkin Untershade. So therefore, with far as ownership, it makes no difference. In Belgen Eden in which situation the Yidden find themselves. Even in a condition, a situation that because of our sins we have been exiled from our land and we have been distant from our uh the earth from the Eretz Yisrael. Is Eretz Yisrael Aich Damut Artzenu? It's still at that time also considered our land. Unad Mosein, our earth, unser land and unser earth, our land and our earth. Obi the Gemara Zok Kenal, and as the Gemara said and mentioned before, Eretz Yisrael Muchuzekasi that Eretz Yisrael has been Chazokel with regards to the Benoi Slavchot. Over there, on Yerusha he lochem avisechem, and it is an inheritance from your father, from Avram Avinu. Chotch has been time, although in the meantime is given the cheta egel, cheta varag mechulo. There were sins, the sin of the golden calf, the sin of the varag mechulo, but still they never lost our connection there to Israel. O befrat api hamevur liil in the misag din Rambam, especially as explained earlier in the ruling of the Rambam, as inyan hayirusha is oich nimshach unikva that the idea of Yerusha also extends and is said in Kedusha's Oritz Boifen, in the Kedusha of the land, not just in the ownership of the Kedusha, as Oich the Kedusha Shniya, 
that this impacts that the second Kedusha has no interruption. It is Kitchel, also for the future. But the fun is Fashtandik. This we understand. That this is an idea about which does not apply to argue negotiation. Or their mischar doing business similar because in addition to the fact was that the entire Eretz Yisrael to its boundaries from the river of Egypt to the great river the river of Pros is a is inheritance to all Yidden and to each individual Yidden. On the far can Kainer has a shalom nit mevatas. I therefore nobody has the ability to compromise. If a chelik from Eretz Yisrael, a part of Eretz Yisrael, is there velm obgeb mechaz v'sholim? So when wanting to give away, God forbid, azach was gate keken the rotzer Hashem to give something which is against the will of Hashem. The Ebrister, with his will, he gave it to us, as an internal inheritance. When Yidin insist on this, with the fitting uh, force, tough, not because my power and the strength of my hands, but rather because this is an internal heritage from Hashem, who is the God of the world, to the nation of the world, is in them, you're successful in this. Until it is fulfilled, the promise, that kings will be the ones who will raise you and their officers will be the ones that will nurse you. As Umas Ha'olam help from the Eden, the nation of the world help Eden. In generally to fulfill the will of Hashem. And in the above mentioned idea, specifically in Noch Bizman HaGolos in the time of exile. And thus eiled to be as Mashiach Tzitkenu. This hastens the coming of our righteous Mashiach. Was to Eden, Then all of Israel will belong to the Eden. Also, the lands of the Kenik Nizvakad That time Hashem will turn all the nations to be a very clear language. Everybody will call the name of Hashem. Will love the Mishachem Echad to work, serve him with one shoulder. Bimheira, the Amenu Mamish, quickly in our days. Mamish, and this is Mesichas, Chof Menachem Ov, Umetzoy Shabbos Kodesh Re'ei, Tovshin Lamed Ches, and Simchas Beis Hashayva, Tovshin Chof Dalet.